Popcorn Heist is an interactive community of pop culture lovers that spans multiple mediums. We dive deep into TV shows and movies of the past, present, and future to bring you the hottest takes and the coldest truths. Do you have what it takes? Join the heist. everyone welcome back to popcorn heist the podcast i'm nick i'm jake welcome back everyone we are discussing we're finally back in the movie theater right you saw this in a the movie theater right jake i did i did indeed yep and unfortunately jake and i were not able to see this movie together but it should no. be an interesting one because i know that we both have some <laughs> some thoughts and strong feelings and confusions related to this movie uh, so, um, so many questions and feelings coming out of this movie um, oh, so, oh god it, it's not summer movie time anymore but that doesn't mean the popcorn heist report card goes to goes into hibernation you know actually uh, it's been improved upon <laughs> that's that's a quote from something that you, i don't that think the, that's a quote i think same energy just... of what you just said <laughs> is a quote a lot, that this is a struggle that i come to a lot with figuring out if you quoted something or not. Like sometimes we'll, uh, you'll say something and just the energy of w- the way you said it, I'm like, that's a quote. That you, you, you see that we're, we're screwed up people in the head. That, <laughs> this is the way I think. What do people talk? My whole vibe is movie quotes, Jake, so I don't think you're going to get anything else. <laughs> oh, man. Well, before we get into today's episode, uh, of course, we have to address, of course, for those of you who are joining us for the first time, welcome. Popcorn Heist is a brand created by Nick and I to share movie and TV content created by diehard fans. And Popcorn Heist, the podcast, specifically is a show where we can nerd out about the franchises we love most, such as Star Wars, Game of Thrones, Avatar, The Last Airbender, Disney, and Marvel. Of course, not the Marvel Cinematic Universe in this case, but Marvel. We release new episodes every Thursday. And if you like an episode you listen to, please give us a follow and review on iTunes because it really helps us grow. And we'd really appreciate and love you. And you'd become a colonel, as we've named our followers. (laughs) (laughs) We're only half serious about that name. Only half serious. It's work in progress. (laughs) Uh, But we'd be remiss if we also didn't mention the other podcast on the Popcorn Heist Network called A Simp's Guide to the MCU, where the relationships, romances, and bromances of the Marvel Cinematic Universe are discussed with Alyssa and Kelly, our good friends. And if you want more pop culture content such as such as blog posts, rankings, brackets, and tr- Tuesday trivia, visit us online at popcornheist.com or follow us on Instagram at popcornheist. That and being we'd said, love to mention we have a bracket going on right now. Funniest modern sitcom character. Uh, biggest bracket we've ever done at 64 characters. First round just finished. Uh, going into the second round. I believe by the time this episode airs, it'll be the day the second round debuts. Yes. So um, not too late to turn yeah. things around, though, for your favorite character. Yep. We've, we've definitely not, things... unless they're eliminated. <laughs> true. True. Uh, but um, yeah, definitely go to Instagram and check that out because this is the biggest bracket we've ever done. We've done thirty-two people brackets, and this is sixty-four sitcom characters. Yeah, I was like looking at the old brackets, and then looking at this one, I was like, wow, this one's much bigger. It's massive. So it's gonna be going on for a long time, guys. Lots yeah. of lots of rounds coming up as long as instagram doesn't crap out again who knows yeah what, that's what true <laughs> true but um speaking of Alyssa from a sims guide to the mcu uh i didn't have my good friend nick with me to see Ven- uh, venom let there be carnage so i went with Alyssa, uh who very recently became a very big venom fan uh, she like unironically loves venom and eddie brock after watching the first movie uh, i was like we got to go see this it's connected to spider-man 
let's go see Venom. Let let there be carnage. And she watched uh, the first movie and was like texting me throughout the whole thing. But uh, if you can tell by the title, if you can read, which we hope you can out there, uh, you know <laughs> that we're talking about Venom. Let there be carnage. And of course, as always, Nick and I have to start the episode with the quote of the episode. And spoiler warning for Venom 2, by the way. Yes. And Venom 1, if you haven't seen that. Um, but yes, this is a very interesting quote of the episode. Usually Jake and I will text each other before the episode or call each other and kind of discuss what the quote's going to be. In this case, we we there's a quote that I think both of us are pretty sure is going to be the quote of the episode. And I kind of, when I when I was thinking of the quote, I was like, there's... This is a perfect quote for the episode. Jake's going to know. Um, Jake and I pride ourselves on always being on the same wavelength. So that's this is going to be the true test. Uh, we did not discuss this quote before the episode. We yes. just texted each other. You know what the quote is going to be. Well, I, I texted Jake. I was like, you know what the quote is going to be. I don't even have to say it. Um, so we, we have not discussed this quote. Um, so th- this is the first time in Popcorn Heist history that we're going to test if Jake and I are on the same wavelength. New things every episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So we count it down like three, two, one, and then we'll go. Yeah. Three, two, one, pause, then we'll go. All right. Yeah. Ready? Three, two, two oh, one. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's wait, wait, slower wait. than that. Was, it's slower. Okay. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Here's the actual countdown. Ready? Three, two, one. There's, There's going to be, be carnage. <laughs> Thank God. Okay. All right. If that was if if that wasn't your pick, I don't think we could do this podcast anymore. No, it, Popcorn Heist the podcast would be canceled immediately. Um, yeah, the the bracket would be in shambles. Uh, on <laughs> the bracket that has nothing to do with Venom. <laughs> <laughs> um, story behind that quote is so Nick and I always go see Marvel movies. Uh, the if we can the opening night. And this came out when we were still in college up at Binghamton University. Venom 1. Venom 1. Venom 1, yeah. So we saw that opening night. And we've gotten a few quotes from Venom. Uh, If you've seen it before, I mean, we can talk a little bit as we talk. Oh, there is another one that you could have chosen now that I think about it. But no, I knew it was this quote. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of... If you, we're going to talk about Venom one a, a little bit as throughout this episode as we review Venom, let there be carnage. It's a little bit of a rid- ridiculous movie. Uh, Post credit scene is where we are first introduced to Woody Harrelson's Cletus Cassidy, very famous comic book character who is the host of the Carnage Symbiote uh, for the first time, and his iconic <laughs> last line that he says in the post credit scene is, "When I get out of here, and I will, there's, there's gonna, gonna be, gonna be carnage." carnage. <laughs> And he does not have a southern accent when he says that. Oh, but Nick has progressively requoted it and made it more and more southern. As, as it. Well, okay. Here's the thing: like we were talking about the post credit scene with with me, Jake, you and I, and some of our other friends uh, from college, and some of we were arguing about that post credit scene whether it was cool or not. And I was like, it was. He, like he just said out of nowhere, there's there's gonna be carnage, which he doesn't. Again, he doesn't say in a southern accent. But we were talking about how no one would actually say that. Like it didn't make any sense, and especially in the first Venom movie, like Venom comes with his name, so I wasn't sure if Carnage was gonna be the same way. But it pretty much just felt like they wanted a way to be like, oh, we're doing Carnage next, um, which pretty much was the whole thing. That ha- like in Venom 2, that's pretty much the whole premise of the movie. We're gonna do Carnage now. Basically, the whole movie. <laughs> we're just like, oh, we're doing Carnage. Here, here he is. Um, so we were like, no one talks like that. Like it's just so weird that he says that quote at the end of that that post credit scene. Um, 
So we've just been quoting it ever since. And there's an, I, I feel like I have to give the story yeah. for the other quote. That, yes, please okay. do. <laughs> so we were coming out of the movie discussing how we felt about it. Obviously a lot of mixed feelings. One of our friends, even before <laughs> going to see it, he's like, ah, I'm going to go see a star is born instead. So <laughs> mixed feelings before the, we even went to see the movie in general. Um, but we came out of it and we we're like, oh, there was so many weird points of dialogue. And I was like, yeah, especially when he said, howdy, I have a parasite. <laughs> and Nick and all of our friends were like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he does not confirm, does not say, howdy, I have a parasite. <laughs> he sw- he swings and crashes through a window and like drunkenly, like out of his head, it goes like, apparently I have a parasite. But it sounds exactly <laughs> like saying howdy. So that's what I like to believe he said. Jake, as much as Jake remembers quotes better than anyone I've ever met, he also loves to misquote things by like one word that just makes it the weirdest quote in the world. For example, he legitimately believed that Eddie Brock said, howdy, I have a parasite. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Based also, on, he's not Southern either. Maybe, maybe <laughs> Why this would he say howdy? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, based on how the entire movie went, I wouldn't put it past them that that would have, that's what, what he would have said. Um, all right, let's get into Venom. Let there be carnage. Um, Did it, was there carnage, Jake? Oh, there was carnage. Let me tell you. Think you. there was? And he wasn't afraid to tell you either. <laughs> Many times. No, I'm saying was there actual, like, was there, not was, obviously, of course, carnage was in the movie, but what did carnage cause enough carnage to live up to the there's going to be carnage quote? Was there enough actual carnage in the movie? Not really. Not at all. It no. had to be. It had to be rated R. And like, what? What's your experience? What did, were you expecting going into this movie? Like, like, were you familiar with the Carnage character? I mean, how familiar were, were you with Venom before Venom One even came out? So I was familiar with Venom. Again, I don't. I, I'm not as familiar with the comics, but um, obviously, I've seen Spider Man Three. Um, Toby that McGuire, was like, Spider Man Three. Toby, Toby McGuire, Spider Man Three. Um, so I was familiar with the character. I was very excited to see what they could do because I felt like when I was a kid, I loved that aspect of Spider-Man 3. I, like, I loved the black Spider-Man suit. Um, but then like looking back as an adult, it's like Topher Grace's Venom. Mm, not really. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was, I was super I – was, I was excited. I knew it wasn't going to be great from like the trailers and stuff. Um, again, mixed feelings going in. was super excited. But um, honestly felt it was more enjoyable than it got credit for. Uh, Carnage, again, not as familiar with the comics, but I knew he was like, I mean, his name is Carnage. I knew he was like, Venom is already a villain and he's like a Venom villain. So I knew he was like super, like, what's the word? Like there should be Carnage. You should come with some Carnage. Yeah, super irredeemable, like super gory. Um, And I feel like because of the PG-13 rating, that was definitely missing a little bit from that movie. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Venom is already a super gory character and Carnage is like his villain. So I was I was hoping we would get like some some scenes where it was like wow this guy is messed up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel I don't really feel like we got that from the trailers. Like, did you were you thinking like oh I I think this is going to be better? Like, no. Did you check Rotten Tomatoes beforehand? Did you like see any of the reviews and stuff like that? I did check Rotten Tomatoes beforehand, and it had at the time the percentage was higher than it is now. So I was like, is this movie really going to be good? Um, The trailers didn't really excite me all that much. I felt like it was going to be on par with the first one. Um, Whether or not it was, I feel like we should discuss at the end of the episode. Yeah, obviously the popcorn heist report card is going to, it's, it's not going to hold back in terms of what it's rated, but no, no, I mean, you, you brought up a good point. I mean, I feel like, 
uh, unless you're a huge comic book character or like in tune with pop culture. I mean, Venom's a huge, huge Spider-Man character. I mean, like, I feel like he's just super cool looking. He's uh, a darker character. He's I don't know. He's he's very unique compared to um, some of the other Spider-Man villains. I mean, he's an alien. You know, he's got that like cool aspect. And especially like we were kids when Spider-Man three came out. So a lot of people in our generation, that was their introduction to like Venom, unless you watch the mm. Spider-Man animated series. Me included. That, that actually did it really well. The animated series does it super well. And you know what? Like, as you said, when we were kids, I loved that aspect of Spider-Man 3. I loved the black suit. I loved that Venom was in the movie. And it mm. wasn't until I got older and I looked back and I was like, okay, Topher Grace, maybe not the best casting choice. Uh, super rushed. Right. But we'll get into this later. I mean, I like being bad. It, it makes, makes me, me happy. happy. That would have been a great <laughs> other quote, too. Oh, that would have been another good one, too. Honestly, so many quotes for this episode we could have used. Honestly, Carnage would have been more intimidating if he said that. Come on. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, uh, but say we'll, we'll get into this later but like I, there, I have my issues not not my issues i have my gripes with how they portrayed venom uh i like tom hardy's venom but i have my issues with how they portrayed him and say what you will about Topher grace's venom but at least he was evil <laughs> like venom's supposed to be he starts out evil and he the, the symbiote actually corrupts him eddie brock you know mm -hmm. he's actually a jerk whereas one thing that was missing for me in the first movie you know We've talked about this on our blog, how if you go straight for a villain-centric movie, it's so easy to fall into the trap of quickly making them into a hero and not making it dark enough. Like you said, the PG-13 rating, rating didn't help with that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I feel like... Um... I feel like the first movie definitely fell into that trap where they just made him a hero at the end. Um, but I, he was going against a bigger villain who like had higher stakes for the entire world so we kind of like had to and they end the first movie and they're like okay we only eat bad people we we don't eat good people and they get into this second movie and it's like no now we don't even eat bad people because we're not and we don't have an r rating so it was kind of a little bit of like a letdown and i feel like this movie even more so like it was just kind of like smaller scale like carnage wasn't as big of a problem and it was kind of like more of a personal problem for eddie brock so there was really no room to like kind of make him an anti-hero i would there's only really one moment at the end where i'm like okay maybe that's a little bit anti-hero but it really did feel like they just made him the hero yeah and i mean it was supposed to be rated r which like again first movie was supposed to also yeah and but th this was almost like we th it was going to be rated r until like after the first trailer was released it was still mm. rated r and then all of a sudden it was pg-13 and i don't know like you first first of all like you said I, I guess i agree with your point like riot from the first movie is more evil than venom and they're like okay you only eat bad people now they, they kind of touched on it but i feel like it's coming into creating this version of venom they were missing that aspect of that venom um is supposed to corrupt eddie and like they they everyone around him says like eddie you're a jerk eddie you're a loser but mm. i don't really get that from this version of tom hardy's venom like he was a superstar investigative reporter like i guess like he's supposed to be like kind of a good reporter but they don't get across the idea that he's a dick and venom like kind of doesn't corrupt him venom even makes his life better which they yeah. go into in this movie and I don't know, it, it walked the line. I this movie, I was hoping like, all right, maybe they'll redeem that. Maybe they'll go for it, um, that they'll find a way to like kind of bring him to the dark side a little bit. 
and they kind of touched on it a little bit in this movie um you know venom is literally like i can't live like this anymore like we should be out there like eating people and beating bad guys and stuff so for a second i really thought venom was going to be like screw this like i'm taking over now and sort of corrupt him a little bit it seems like Ve- yeah eddie has it seems like they they went too much in for like the the crazy comedy like uh odd couple mm-hmm. like bad roommate thing where they both equally have control whereas at least in other versions of venom like the animated series and even Topher grace like you see when peter parker has a symbiote like it turns him into a, a horrible person whereas even a line in this movie is venom like when i came along like i made your life so much better and mm-hmm. i think that that is a big part of what held is holding back this version of venom yeah i actually was gonna say one thing i did like in this movie was venom and eddie's relationship i kind of liked that they went for a little bit of a bromance um i feel like the i agree with you i wish the symbiote would horcrux him a little bit and like that's a good I, way if, of putting for it. those yeah. of you who have seen harry potter like once you put the, like the locket horcrux that carrie and ron and hermione were carrying around when they put it on it would like make them like a, like angrier and like more on edge um, I wish it would do that to him a little bit, but it's so hard because Venom in this version is his own character. And like, he's a lovable character too. And he's like kind of a funny character. He is um, funny, yeah. So it is, I, I actually love Venom, um, but it is hard to kind of walk that line of like having it corrupt him. Um, I don't know. It, it, it kind of just made him a messy slob, not really made him evil. Yeah. And just like now that you've gone that far, to walking the line of anti-hero and hero and not even really villain you it's going to be super hard to backtrack on that yeah it's so, so much easier to redeem a villain than it is to bring them so close to being a hero and then backtrack them back to yeah. being a villain you know which i don't know like bringing in carnage i guess venom definitely has to be like the hero but i don't i don't think hollywood has really nailed taking villain centric movies and making it like this guy's clearly the villain, but there's a worse villain out there. Yeah. They, they always kind of make it so that, all right, the less worse villain is, is viewed as a hero. I kind of wish they, they were like bringing a hero and a hero that's like a little bit messed up, but like, and then they have to like take down the hero or something like that. Like, that'd be cool. Or someone that's like viewed as a hero or something like that. Like, I don't know. It's when you just bring in another really bad guy, it's hard to make venom the villain especially when this movie is so short too um it's just hard and also i feel like the movie was uh, the movie was really short and you could feel it um and honestly if the movie just continued on the way it was i don't didn't really need more time but it just the story was so limited and he like eddie brock interacted with so few other characters that it's hard to see like other people viewing him as like a like low life, like kind of evil person, as they say in <laughs> Venom One. <laughs> like it's hard for them to view him as that because he's only interacting with Anne, the FBI agent, and Dan. Like, yeah, and the, and, the and FBI... Carnage. Those are the only characters he interacts with in the whole movie, and Venom. It, it's another thing. Like the you 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 see through the FBI agent that clearly the FBI and the police like are not fans of Eddie Brock. Mm-hmm. You know they don't like him. They think he's suspicious. Um, but it's the kind of thing where we've had this problem with let's like a movie like Rise of Skywalker. Like, don't make us seek out and don't make the audience do so much work to have to figure something out that should be obvious. Show us why he's a dick. 
show us why he should be the Eddie Brock we know from the comics and why he's kind of like this character that we don't know if we should like or not. You know, yeah. I, I like that. I love going back to what we liked about the movie. I agree that they kind of nail like the odd couple humor mm-hmm. and like how, you know, him and him and Venom butt heads and stuff. I think it's funny and I think it works really well. But at the same time, I feel like just throw some dark elements in there, yeah. you know, an R rating would have really like pushed this forward, give it a little bit more time to breathe. It would have given, given Venom and Carnage more like Carnage just looked like a little bit of an evil, evil or Venom. He didn't really like do anything more than be red and be ev- like a little bit more evil. Yes. Like there was no moment that you were like, wow, this guy is bad. Yeah. So like so he was what- just evil. So what did you think of Woody Harrelson? Like before he becomes Carnage, like what what were you thinking of of Woody Harrelson? I I feel like he played him so oddly. Like I guess he was trying to be like insane, but I didn't really – it didn't really like nail it for me. It was just like who the – like he was like singing poetry, like trying really hard to be crazy. And it it just – it didn't work for me. And I also – I may have missed like a moment. But I didn't get the connection between him and Eddie. Like, did Eddie put him in jail back in the day? Is that what happened? No, that it was so unclear. And that was one thing. I think thing- that might be what happened because he was like, oh, you left out of the story, like the way my parents treated me. So maybe I w- was like, did Eddie write the story that initially put him in jail? And then now, like, why did he call Eddie that. there in the first place? I didn't get that. It was like, oh, I knew you as family, Eddie. I think just because he liked the way that he was like, sort of a dirty reporter and putting people away. Why? I, 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 I don't think it, it was super unclear, a very huge workaround because in the comics, the way they meet is that Eddie gets put in jail for being a dick. Like he's supposed to be. And he, his cellmate is Cletus Cassidy. Oh like, my God. That would have been so much cooler. Yeah. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But yeah, one of the, one of the, I things wish they, they did that. Why didn't they do that? Like put him in jail. as the first one. Have him do something in the end that I, I like, really don't know. everyone views him as a bad guy. I don't know. They they should have done that, but that that was one thing that was really they were stretching is trying to make the connection between Cletus and Eddie. Especially it's it's towards the end of the movie, um, when literally Venom and Eddie are holding up Cletus about to kill him, and yeah. he's like, "You weren't listening to me. All I wanted was your friendship." I was like, "That's not what you wanted, like, bro. Like, that's so we're, we're not idiot. That was such a weird line, and I was like, yeah." I, I, I just don't feel like like Carnage was nailed at all. And he's a huge – I mean Venom is – Venom's probably bigger than Carnage. People like Venom more generally in the, in the comic book community and Spider-Man community. But Carnage is this legendary like – like you said, he's supposed to be irredeemable. Like you're supposed to watch him and be like, Jesus, I'm terrified of this guy. You know? Yeah, and, and I don't – like I feel like – like I don't know Cletus Cassidy, the character, that like that well, but – is that how he is? He's just like a weirdo that like kind of like is he almost seems like the Riddler at times. Yeah. Like right. it was very weird. And and like the writing on the wall that like turned into where the bodies were. It was just all like a weird storyline at the very beginning. And I, I, I don't know. I like Woody Harrelson, but I don't feel like he really like nailed them. I think he's really good at playing that type and that scape of, of character. But the writing in, inhibited him a little bit. I think they kind of went for some generic, like you said, like let's throw a bit of the Riddler, a bit of the Joker in there. Let's like kind of just give and him. And then the crazy. red hair just I mean, looks terrible. <laughs> Come on, better than the than the afro. <laughs> the, better than the afro. Yeah, yeah, but still not great. 
what did you think of the so they kind of threw in a little bit of a love story in there to make him a little bit more redeemable um with shriek who's a character i think they have a, a love connection in the shriek. comics <laughs> <laughs> oh inside joke, inside we're, joke. We're, we'll get to that another time <laughs> um yeah they throw in this whole love story that uh he's he was in love which i'm gonna to crack up every time I say her name now. <laughs> He's in love with Shriek. Uh, this um, she's a mutant in the comics who has like a sonic scream powers. Um, I don't know what. What did you think of that? Did you think it made him better? Like, did you like it? Did you not like that? Um, I hated it. Uh, I thought they like <laughs> cut right, cut right to it. Go like, for it. I don't know. I just like I. I think it had potential, but it just had no. There was no reason for it to be there except for the fact that he like turns against her at the end. And like, it was literally just to show that that um, Cletus Cassidy and Carnage are not symbiotic is the only reason that whole storyline was there, right? It was, yeah, it was literally for a way like, how do we show that fight more interesting than just like two symbiotes like globbing together the whole time? That's what shrieked, I, but she did nothing. Like she, she didn't do anything. Like she, she wasn't. Cool. There was no moment that I was like, wow, that was a cool move by Shriek. She was just like getting told to shut up like and yeah like barely said any words i didn't I'll, I'll tell you in the beginning of the movie i didn't mind the love story i was like okay i didn't mind it at first it had potential i want to see where it goes when yeah they, they kind of like we talked about they kind of glossed over where her powers came from which i don't think you need oh, yeah. to devote a whole plot subplot to it but just throw a line in there like she's a metahuman she's a she's a mutant you know they didn't they didn't they, say they anything. probably don't have the rights to say that uh because the Fox rights are all over the place. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I don't know. It, it, that inhibited the story a little bit too, is that I feel like it would have been cooler if carnage and, and, uh, and Cletus were even more symbiotic than venom and, uh, and Eddie were. That'd I cool. did like that moment a little bit where they were like, Oh, they're not symbiotic. He's I like literally that like infused with his blood though. Like, I feel like that's and in the, in the comics, he's like, Part are they of, symbiotic in the comics yeah that he's like okay. like venom like forms around him whereas you know when when in the movie when cletus is turning into carnage she's literally like warping into him yeah that's supposed to like symbolize that they're literally like the same person rather than like two different identities oh then that would have been cool if that's like in the comics um i i don't know i i don't think shriek was needed at all i think she was boring she got crushed by a bell she like barely said any words she didn't do anything there was no cool moments from her you know um, what? I, you know what? Also, I, I I didn't like the way they they handled her. Is like she was cool in the beginning, like she had cool powers, and I, I the, again, I the love story had potential. Once they got to the final act, they made her so over the top, where she was like, I forget what she said, like trying to kill me, like peeps have tried. She said something like that, and I was like, what are you? Why are you making her so over the top right now? Yeah, I just felt like. I don't know. I don't even know what they were trying to do with her. I I, I just feel like she was super unnecessary. So, um, yeah. It was just yeah. a show they weren't symbiotic, and Carnage was getting mad at her because of the sound. Yeah. Um, um, I also wanted to mention, as you mentioned, like Carnage was made from Cletus's <laughs> blood. How did you feel about the way Cletus got his powers? Uh, I, I didn't love it. He just sucked. He like Eddie him. Brock's blood. I that and was then a, I guess like mixed with the lethal injection. I guess that was one moment where I was like into what Woody Harrelson was doing with Carnage when he started like 
he got like really evil and he's like my final words for eddie and he started like targeting eddie and he's like you're a cancer to everyone that ever ever loved you and like really got in his head and was like you like you suck like you're a horrible person then i was really like oh wow they're getting into it now like come on give me more and it was just weird the way like venom like attacked him and bit him i, I don't know yeah i mean i just felt like it was too easy to get the powers like if whoever like if eddie wanted to he could just like have tons of people suck his blood and then get lethally injected and then he'll have like an army of symbiotes i guess yeah it was just very weird like i i don't think that i I was like that's such a weird way to get your power yeah i don't know and it like i don't know I'm, i'm trying to think like gather my thoughts on what I really thought of his transformation to Carnage too. Like it that was, was an okay scene. Like it, it was a little scary. It, I feel like it happened so fast though. It, that I the the I like when they don't waste time and they kind of mm-hmm. get two things. But this was a little too much. Where like this is Carnage's first transformation, and I feel like it just kind of happened, and then that was it. I feel like that it just happened, and there was no like. It was just like, okay, now we're Carnage. Like, that's yeah. your name. And, they, like, I feel like if they had that scene and there was, like, a few scenes where, like, you were getting to know how they worked with each other and they actually, like, got to spend time together, like Eddie and uh, Eddie and Venom. I would have loved that. They they definitely needed some more, like, the way that Eddie and Venom interacted with each other. Like, right after he trans- first transformed into Carnage, did the his tornado move and got oh, out yeah. of prison. Like, they should have had... Devil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they needed some scenes where carnage was like talking to cletus yeah 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 um i will say my favorite scene of the whole movie is the costume party with oh my god i loved that they don't i saw that meme before yeah i would oh i would get that pop venom with the glow sticks around him yeah i would so get that pop i it was a meme before and i was like not sure what it was and then when i saw it in the movie i was like i feel like that was me I just related to that scene. <laughs> that's that's me after a few drinks. <laughs> I loved how he was like pouring his heart out to the crowd. He's like, "We should be ourselves." Like, yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I thought that was a great scene. And like, I don't know. Like, obviously, they should be able to tell that he's not a human in the costume. But it was just like <laughs> nice that they really they gave him be. a reason to like interact with other people without being scared of. Like no one was scared of him because they were at a costume party. I just I love I love that scene. Yeah, and it that's it's like kind of like the balance of like that a scene like that is awesome, but at the same time we needed more scary scenes with Venom to balance. Oh out. yeah, oh it, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was that could have been like not that that scene could have been scary, but he was like taking over people's body and like they were unclear if those people were dying or not. I feel like they were, especially the last. I think a lot of them were. were. Yeah. Well, the last person he was in was. Uh, not Mrs. Chen, the first person oh. when, when he stumbled in the drunk guy. In right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, was he killing those people? Like that's kind of dark. Yeah, I think he was. I think so, but they like didn't go there really. No, kind of love that Mrs. Chen got the symbiote. <laughs> <laughs> I also like. I feel like they skipped through. Like why? It's just weird how he skips from person to person. Like Lee, if he does, if if they're a main character, he leaves no effects on them. Like and he's just like, okay, now I'm on Anne again. You know what I mean? I feel like that was a cool scene in the first one when he was not part of Anne, 
And like, then it's just in this movie. It's like, okay, let's do it again. Why not? That's a thing. Like it kind of took away from the scene in the first one. Like, I don't know. I I go back to Spider-Man three is like, even though Venom, like in the first Venom movie, he was like, don't call me a parasite is like, that's what, that's what I grew up with Venom as. I I guess I don't, I I don't know if he's truly like that in the comics, but I kind of like that aspect where he, the symbiote feels like a parasite. Like it, it hungers to like need hosts you know, mm-hmm. I felt like he, they kind of glossed well, yeah, over Yeah, and they, they do, they, they do it, but then they, they don't affect the characters that you care about. Mrs. Chen, um, and, Dan. doesn't he get on Dan for a second? Oh, no, he, Dan, he like, like whips crawls him over off really Dan. Quick. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But still, like, I don't know, he just has no effect on any of the main characters. Can we talk about how this movie just reaffirmed how much I hate Anne? <laughs> yeah i mean Anne was just I, I i don't know i felt like i liked her a little bit more because she didn't say anything like told you i could be dirty um oh my god which was really bad told you i could fight dirty yeah but that, man that had was. a moment like that though in the I final know. battle what, what what did he say again he went fire without the sound and he was like pouring fire and gasoline on the on the symbiotes oh whatever oh okay yeah I, I feel like Anne was just like irrelevant. I actually want, I feel like I didn't like her in the first one, but I did feel like it was weird that Eddie didn't end up with her in the first one. And then I was like, I guess we'll do that in the second one. And then I feel like this movie, the second one drove home the fact that he shouldn't be with Anne more. Like I felt more comfortable him coming out without Anne because I feel like he developed that relationship with Venom. It like fills that he doesn't yeah. need that romantic interest. Um, the thing I don't is know. Now, she was just irrelevant in this movie. The, the thing is now, like, the only reason she's around is because Eddie just needs more human people to interact with. Yeah. You know, like, there's, there's no, no real characters. reason to have her and Dan around anymore. Yeah. It's, it just, I don't know. Um, yeah. So I, I liked that Venom kind of left him for a little bit because I thought we that were was really. I, yeah i thought we were really getting close to where he was like i can't live like this anymore and eddie was really gonna be like like kind of like you said like a horcrux like when it leaves like he was gonna be like i want that power back it made me feel good like kind of how yeah uh, eddie and peter were in spider-man 3 like i thought we were getting so close to that where he was like fine like i, I need you back like i'll let you eat people like whatever which they kind of get to in the final battle he's like come out oh, i'll let you eat whoever you want but that but, was because he was scared not because yeah. and okay another problem right going into the final battle that i had he's like right when carnage pops up like in the final battle carnage turns into carnage and he's like oh i can't fight him he's a red one i that they never explained why venom oh, knew my. that red ones were more dangerous is that in the first one that i missed it or what no they, they skipped over that also like i didn't think that in the comics carnage is technically his son he's a spawn of venom he's like technically venom's son that i was like all right at this point they're not going to do it because they haven't mentioned it just in the final battle he's just like retribution is coming for you father and i was like okay that was just thrown in there like i don't mind that though i feel like it was just thrown out of nowhere and then they dropped it i don't know why like cletus cassidy really cared about eddie brock and like was really scheming to get eddie brock and venom and because he very weird. sent him to the to the death row. Oh yeah, I guess. But like, I guess that was the whole thing. Is like the, each three of them had a victim that they wanted. Like, um, Shriek wanted Patrick Mulligan, the the FBI the FBI agent. Eddie, oh yeah, uh, Cletus wanted Eddie because he'd sent him to death row, and Carnage wanted Venom because 
he doesn't want his father around <sighs> his daddy issues <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, all... I, I honestly the father thing didn't bother me as much as like oh that's a red one i have to get away like we're not gonna win this fight but like what okay yeah i don't know tell me why yeah i, I don't know the, the final battle actually like i didn't what mind if... there were there was go a, ahead sorry like I, there were cool a lot of aside from venom and eddie's relationship I think there were some really, really cool moments in the final battle. It was be- much better, in my opinion, than the Venom and Riot fight because I was just kind of like symbiotes globbing together the whole time, which you kind of got a little bit of that here, but at least Carnage's powers were more unique and you really felt like Venom was struggling to win the battle. Like, And plus the whole thing with the the bell, very reminiscent of, uh, of Toby yes, the Dark Spider. Yes, I did notice that, yeah. It was very cool, like how they kept like turning back into Cletus and Eddie. But I think they just needed to strengthen if that relationship was strengthened a little bit, then the moments where they were fighting each other hand to hand after they, the symbiotes went away would have been more meaningful to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't really, I, I don't, I mean, the, the first one kind of globs together in my mind because of all the globbing together. All yeah. I remember is, and turning on the sound and being like, I told you I could play dirty. And then they both start calling crates. It's all I remember from the final battle of the first one. Second one, I felt like, yeah, maybe it was a little bit better. The bell was cool. Um, but like i feel like they were trying to give everyone like a moment and like i just didn't care about any of their moments like at all and like shriek like what was she even there for if she can't use her powers and like you're gonna get mad at her to use her powers it was just didn't come together well and then it was like kind of carnage against shriek and then she got crushed by a bell and then dan's like shooting fire for no reason and it was just very weird and what happened with the detective like in the end his like Did okay he die? So- no, but remember in the end, his eyes are glowing. He's alive. Like all of a sudden, like we have. Wait, what? She kicked him off and like to hang him, but he kind of like fell on a, on a scaffolding bar. And then like, as they're all leaving the church, it like goes to him and like a helicopter shines a light on him and he opens his eyes and his eyes are blue like shrieks. Oh, right. Irrelevant. In the comics, he gets a symbiote. <laughs> Carnage's spawn, which is toxin. Which I feel like they're just giving everyone symbiotes, but I feel like that's not the mark of a symbiote. It almost seemed like Shriek transferred her powers to him or something like that. It was very weird. I mean, I don't know. I just like didn't care about anyone enough to care about their moments that they gave them in the final battle. Aside from like Venom and Eddie, I guess I cared about a little bit. Yeah. And like when, when everyone around them, you don't really care about, it's hard to care about what they're doing. Yeah. Like, and like, even, I don't know. I just felt like Carnage, I wanted to be cool, but I, he just, I didn't, he just looked like another red symbiote with a few, few extra arms. You, you hit the nail on the head is that what they needed was as much as they devoted to the Eddie and Venom scenes, which whenever they were fighting in his apartment was like some of the best parts of the movie. They needed that for Cletus and, and Carnage. Yeah. I feel like this movie was just like, we're going to do Carnage. Here's some CGI. Like, the CGI is great, undeniably great um the, but is it is it though there were some moments where it was great carnage looked cool there were some moments where for carnage the tornado was not that cool when, when he was walking through the hall and then the, the the circle opened up in his stomach i was like this looks a little fake here but a lot of the moments in the final battle it was very cool yeah like i don't know it just felt like they were like okay we're doing we're doing carnage here's a red symbiote that's it they didn't actually make you care about him they didn't actually give him any scary moments they didn't act like he, they were like, oh, we'll get someone good like Woody Harrelson, but it didn't really hit the nail on the head. Like, it just didn't really work. They just were like, oh, here's a psycho from prison. And I did feel like they were close, up. though. Like, 
in it, I was like, there's something about this that I that I, I like. I just feel like it's missing it's missing the mark a little bit. It doubt, I mean, it missed the mark a lot. I a feel lot, like. but but like, am I right? Did you feel the same? Like as I was watching, I was like, I'm in, I'm enjoying this. Like in the back of my head, I was like, that was weird. Like that was like, I wish they would do this, but like I was like, this is there's something about it that was still like they're they're getting close here. Yeah, I feel like they were getting close, but it fe- it just felt like a, honestly, it felt like a YouTube fan fiction that with really good CGI. Like the story was just very like here's this, here's this. Here's how this happens. Yeah. There's like a, an, a YouTuber made a video here. We're doing carnage and then somehow had the ability to make CGI that good. And then just told a story with carnage and venom. And it had nothing to do with anything else. Like no, they're very little effect on the outside world. Yeah. No, really no reasoning behind a lot of the things they did. Um, a little bit of venom and Eddie stuff that was good. And like, built up their relationship but i it just felt like at the end of this movie you're at the same place as the end of the first movie yeah no though i did like uh one thing i did like about this movie is that they actually were kind of addressing the effects of the first movie like the detective uh mulligan was like you know what's with what's with all these like headless bodies that are showing up around your apartment like you were the only one at the life foundation and then at the end he's actually on the run because people have like seen venom out in public now i kind of like that that like all right maybe they're not making him full evil but at least he's like truly a vigilante now and people are like i guess i don't know i feel like i felt the same coming out of this movie i feel like he's not with Anne. he's still a hero carnage had no effect on the outside world yeah i think they (laughs) they went a little hard on the lethal protector thing which is like the name of a, a comics run with with venom uh, the lethal protector series but which i i like that they brought that easter egg in but you know he's he's a, basically a hero who's kind of a vigilante at the same time um another thing that i felt like was very like they touched on it and i was like come on give me just a little bit more it would have made it cool but then they glossed over because it, it was too fast is that they didn't really delve into how exactly you can weaken carnage and how you can make venom stronger which they kind of touched on it like you know how carnage shoots projectiles of himself uh-huh. that technically like can weaken him if he shoots enough of himself out and he re- he reloads his power by eating people like that's how symbiotes get stronger uh-huh. and i think at one point in the final battle he, he goes like reloading and he like bites off the priest's head or like he's oh like, and now you have to think like if venom is eating people now and if he he ate carnage which we have to get to that too like carnage yeah. is just gone now which what the hell <laughs> like <laughs> is venom stronger now for eating carnage or like is he gonna be stronger now because he's gonna start eating people you know is he gonna start eating people i don't know hope so i don't know that he is i mean in the first one they said we're gonna start eating people and then they were like no and then this one they didn't even say that did they well uh, Eddie was like, I'll come out. I'll let you eat everyone. And then like, he yeah, ate, but he ate Cletus at the end. Yeah. And that's all he's getting. Like, did you, at a certain point in the movie, I was like, I, there's no way this movie can end. Like, there's no way this battle's going to end. Like Cletus, I, I guess they have to kill off carnage. And I was like, but I don't want them to. And I, how can they, he's a, such a huge villain. They're going to, you're going to put him in for a one hour and a half movie. And then you're just going to kill him. I think, he's you know, done. what were you thinking? 
I I was like, honestly, I don't know how. Uh, I feel like we have to talk about the post credit scene because I feel like that's going to really tell the future of Venom. But I think that the future of Venom may lie more with spoilers for the postcard scene if you haven't seen then you should go watch it like it's gonna lie more with spider-man and like they're not gonna explore as much like the venom villains i mean maybe i guess they might do toxin but i i really don't know i i almost would rather see venom as a side character in a spider-man movie than or or a main villain or something in a spider-man movie and uh, I don't really care to see a Venom 3 after these <laughs> first, I'll be like, honest. And I, how- I, like I said, I give the first one a little bit more credit than most people do. I feel like it's enjoyable. It's like if that came out in the 90s, I feel like we would have loved it. But like you also don't get that much, that many characters you love. Like I don't. I- like you're bringing Venom. You're redoing Venom. Like, come on. You and you're bringing the- him into the MCU. Yeah. I, I mean. Maybe question mark i think i th- i think so but i think he's gonna go back and forth to be honest if you want well my honest yeah opinion. i think so i um, think they'll still make a venom three like going back to carnage like carnage well, what are they is gonna the, do it, carnage again when he, they didn't even nail him like i don't like, even care to see that carnage is the one villain that got venom to put aside his differences with spider-man and be like we need to take this guy down in the comics like how can you just kill him off in one movie like that's it unless you do a multiversal carnage like but I don't think they're going to do that. They like, might bring back Carnage and if they do the I mean they're doing the multiverse. So maybe they'll bring back Carnage in whatever universe they're in now. I don't know, man. I mean but I mean I mean putting Venom with Spider-Man like you can't really do Carnage anyway cuz Ven- you have Venom with Spider-Man. So yeah. and I don't really care to see Venom. I don't really care to see Carnage in another Venom movie cuz we already saw that and it wasn't that great. Yeah, I feel like they they did it. They missed a mark, kind of, pretty much. But they did. It like, and <laughs> I don't honestly see the MCU doing a whole other Carnage devoted movie or even Sony, really. Yeah, which is unfortunate. I mean, let's talk about the post credit scene because I feel like that was the best part of the movie. And that I'm was ready. definitely the best part of the movie. That says something about the movie. I'm I'm ready to talk about it because. I have some I questions. I have opinions on it. And I have theories uh, that I want to run by you. Okay. So let's talk about it. They run away to the, some island. You know, they're very they're fast the and furious of them. Very fast and furious of them. Um, they're yeah, they're on the run because people are looking for them. And I forget how the conversation starts, but Venom is like, you wouldn't even understand half the shit that we've seen. Uh, all these symbiotes over millions of years. Uh, hive mind knowledge across mul- across universes and he's like even your mind wouldn't be able to handle it and he's like oh just give me a little taste and then the room starts to change like exactly the same type of animation as into the spider-verse as it's changing like when mm, they, yeah when they did, that's like, true. universal stuff it was like crackling like that changes to a new uh hotel room that kind of looks the same venom's like i didn't do this eddie's like i didn't do this jay jonah jameson and tom holland are on the screen Venom and you hear Jay Jonah Jameson's voice first. You're like, okay, here we go. Yeah, and uh, Venom licks the screen and goes, "That guy." I like that. He was like <laughs> turned on by him a little bit. It was weird, but it was like kind of funny. That's what Alyssa was saying. She's like, she grabbed me. She's like, he's a simp for Spider Man. Like, 
Uh, he is. He like likes him a little bit. No, but so that's he thinks right. he's tasty. Is that what you what you thought? Like he's like, oh, I like this guy. Like I think he's tasty. I think I think that was part of it. That was certainly part of it. That's what I thought at first, but I have a different theory now. What's your after, theory? After re thinking about that dialogue, all right. So at first, I was thrown off. I was like, all right, they're introducing hive minds, and like, and then I thought about it, and that's actually something from the comics is that there's a like an all powerful. There's like a, a an alien. His name is Null. They call him god of the symbiotes mm -hmm. and he technically like created the race of symbiotes to clintar so technically there is kind of a hive mind of symbiotes but when the war universe started changing and crackling like into the spider-verse i was getting kind of pissed i was like please don't tell me venom just has like universe traveling powers now like that'd be so ridiculous i'm thinking and i'm sure you probably agree is that what brought them there was dr strange's spell from no way home yeah i agree i don't think it was venom and originally I was like, all right, I guess he just like, and it wasn't, it also wasn't the same. Well, wow. Let's think about that bar for a second. The Dr. Strange spell. If the Dr. Strange spell makes everyone forget, according to the trailer for no way home, makes everyone forget that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Then this scene couldn't have happened after Dr. Strange's spell. No, but I think, so I think that's misleading in the No Way Home trailer. I think the point of the spell is to make everyone forget, but in order to do that, he needs to pull uh, aspects of different universes where people don't know Spider-Man's identity. And since Peter f***s it up, then he accidentally brings in people from other universes who are related to Spider-Man, like that have a connection to Spider-Man because he's trying to draw aspects of Spider-Man from other universes that he just ends up bringing in people who are related hmm. to Spider-Man. Yeah. Now... I originally had that same thought. All right, Venom just thinks he's tasty, wants to eat Spider-Man. He recognizes like- Kind of would love that. <laughs> I'm sure that's part of it, but thinking about it, the hive mind knowledge, if he's connected to all other symbiotes across universes, he has the same memories as the symbiote from Toad for Grace, Spider-Man 3. When he says that guy, I think he recognizes that's the guy who, who killed like another version of me. But it's not the guy who killed another version of him because it's not the same Spider-Man. But I think he's like, that's oh, that's Spider a Spider guy. That's Spider-Man, you know. That looks like him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could be. I kind of, I kind of think it's a mixture of both. I think he does recognize him to some extent. Um, I honestly, if you want my honest opinion, I don't know that they're gonna get too much into the intricacies of like what exactly the spell's doing and what exactly the like happens to all of the villains that are affected by dr strange's spell i think they might take like a loki approach and be like oh we broke the multiverse so now there's a bunch of variants i don't think they're going to be like this is exactly what the spell was meant to do and this is exactly what it ended up doing and this is exactly why venom knew who he was i don't especially i don't even know that venom himself will be in no way home except maybe a post-credit scene i don't know that he's going to be main villain because there's already so much going on and like to devote time to tom hardy's venom who like has his own movies would be tough with everything else going on so they might do a post credit and then do venom like eventually i agree i don't think that they're gonna like go hard into what the spell is doing but i guarantee you that dr strange will have some sort of line where peter's like what exactly are you doing he's like i'm pulling from different i'm pulling from different aspects of the timeline where people don't know like who you are maybe and, and, I, then, yeah, and then maybe. we're supposed to assume that i don't know that, that we'll ever find out why venom licked the screen 
no i don't know i don't think we will (laughs) no but but i think that in my that's my theory for why those villains are coming in is because because peter screws with the spell like it starts bringing the villains are coming in because they're gonna make a bucket load of money well (laughs) obviously but like he wants people to forget about him he screws up the spell the opposite's gonna happen people who know who's related to him and knows who we are are gonna come in yeah i guess yeah i don't know that we're gonna get that much of an explanation I think that Venom just wanting to eat Spider-Man would be, I, I would like it, but I don't, I hope that's not the whole thing because that's a, just a weird way and such a huge workaround to make him a villain and, and put him against Spider-Man. Like Eddie's whole thing is he doesn't want to That'd eat people. Cool. So why would he be a villain? Why would he all of a sudden let Venom make him a villain if he just wants to eat Spider-Man? It'd be Spider-Man? cool if they have some type of dialogue like, oh, he killed me. And then Eddie's like, yo, you're still alive. But he's like, no, he, he killed whatever. That'd be cool. Something like that. That I, and I, that'd be a great. As much as we like to hate on Topher Grace, I look. We talked about it a lot when they acknowledge things in the past. I think that'd be super cool way to connect it. And even they're if, not bringing in Topher Grace as Venom, so no, I'd be no, down for Tom Hardy as a replacement to Topher Grace. In no, yeah, exactly. But I I like that connection that they're at least acknowledging. If they're going to do multiverse, that's a really cool way to, to acknowledge it without bringing Topher Grace in, and. I, I kind of agree, agree with you. I think he, at most he's going to be a post-credit scene of No Way Home. But if he were in as the, maybe the sixth member, member of the Sinister Six, how cool would it be for him to see Tobey Maguire also and just be like... That'd be cool. Yeah. I would love if... if I mean, who knows what's going to happen with Toby and Andrew. Um, if they'll like just go back to their respective universes or what. Um, I would like for Venom to somehow meet Tobey Maguire because... Tobey Maguire like will be like oh no like there he is again <laughs> but like different version um where Tom Holland might not have a reaction like that because they've never met um one thing is for sure he will be getting the spider symbol on his chest I'm sure of it um that's a, that's another thing like they've he's run definitely this- gonna, he might get the spider symbol before he even touches Spidey he might just be like that's cool <laughs> I I don't know if I would like that I, I want to see like I want to see Tom get the black suit and again. How do we? How are they going to stretch this to make it make sense that Venom becomes a villain that he want transfers over to Spider Man? Yeah. How how is it going to make sense? That that's what I'm worried about. I I hope that they'll do it right. You know. Well, they might. Hmm. Yeah, but it's not going to corrupt him because it doesn't corrupt Eddie. I don't know. It's going to be weird. Yeah, exactly. So I'm. But very... I think Venom might want to be on Tom because he has like superpowers. He'll say he's like a better host or something. Yeah, because he has superpowers and can handle him for sure. Yeah. It'll just be because Tom is such like a, you're clearly an evil alien. Like, I don't want you on me. If, if Venom's not corrupting him, like, then yeah, how do you look that around? You're clearly an evil alien. <laughs> um, all right. I want to he- ask your opinion before we move on to the report card. Um, obviously, all the theories are flying around on TikTok and social media and stuff. And a lot of people... Um, don't think that that they think that Tom Holland Spider Man is too much of goody two shoes to go up someone to go up against someone as like crazy powerful and like scary as Venom. What's your opinion? People are, Tom are Holland like, would rock Tom Hardy Venom. Uh, Venom. I combined Venom so? and villain in the same word. Um, <laughs> he would rock Tom Hardy's Venom. What has Tom Hardy's Venom done? Like nothing. I I think. I that- mean, I guess Spider Man does have uh like. 50% win percentage against villains by himself. <laughs> and okay. even I would say 25% because he only half beat Mysterio because Mysterio kind of beat him in ways too. 
he outsmarted him, but I think Spider-Man then, beat Well, yeah. Spider-Man beat him in a fight, yeah. But then Mysterio revealed his secret identity and ruined his life and caused, caused all the events of No Way Home that we haven't seen yet. Um, and he he lost to uh, um, Vulture. Only saying well, him because he was nice. No, He lost he to Vulture him. in the final battle. Vulture beat him. Vulture had him smashed on the floor. And then he blew himself up. He went and got himself blown up. That's true. Harry Potter quote. Um, I, I think so. Yeah, I do think Tom Hardy. I think Tom Holland would beat Tom Hardy. He both Tom's. But then again, I could see why people were saying that. I think they're a good match, honestly. They, because they've made Tom Hardy a little goofy as as Eddie Brock. I think he's like a good match for Tom Holland. A lot of people are like, "Oh, Andrew Garfield would be so much better like of a match for Tom Hardy's Venom," which I, I could see it. But Tom Hardy's Venom is a clown. <laughs> <laughs> Bozo clown. <laughs> the guy you work for is an evil person. Oh he plays God. him so oddly at times. He is such a I, I not convinced with his accent. I'm really like, yeah, it's he has really a weird accent. Like he's a good actor, but it is weird. Like you're yeah. like you're just you just sound like out of it all the time. Yeah. Quick other theory. I want to I want to run by you that I heard online that I that is interesting. Don't think it's going to be real, but um, you know that I'm a big supporter of the theory that Mysterio is still alive, that he is not dead. Um, saw a theory that Doctor Strange, the entire spell, all the villains are not real. It's all an illusion for Mysterio still getting oh, back to Spider Man. That would suck. You would hate that. That would suck. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I would hate it and kind of love it at the same time. Oh my god. That would Mysterio suck. So How does he know? Cool. How does he know what Doc Ock from Spider-Man 2 in 2000 and whatever? 2005? He's making it up. Four? It's, just like, it's just a cool Easter egg. Oh my god. That would be so Ralph Boner of them. I think that would make Mysterio such a bad. He's already yeah, a bad but I don't care about the one. Vi- oh my god! Listen, I've I've always been weary of the multiverse, but don't keep telling me you're going to do it and not do it. I'm over that. We did that. No, I don't we think did it's going to happen. Well, actually, that'd be so. Oh, they woke up and it was all a dream. Actually, the th- no, my mistake. The theory is really that he Mysterio's illusion is Doctor Strange, and that all the villains coming in is just a result of the multiverse from Loki, from Loki and Sylvie. So that Mysterio didn't really mean that would to be happen, fine. but, but That'd like be fine. He, he's like creating the Dr. Strange illusion. That'd be fine. But I mean, he can't create like uh, Peter still goes to this, to the sanctum unless he like literally is around Peter all the time and like manipulates every place he goes. He still went to the sanctum. Like how would Mysterio have taken over the sanctum? I don't know. Get, it's snowy. <laughs> You know what they say about the sanctum? It snows. It snows there. It gets cold. (laughs) Um, All right. Um, You ready for the report card? Yes. No. We're getting too far into No Way Home when it hasn't even... We're not not supposed to be talking about No Way Home. (laughs) I know. I just can't wait. Okay. So we have amended the Popcorn Heist report card. Um, So for those of you joining us for the first time or joining us for the first time when we're talking about... uh, a movie in 2021 uh, we developed the popcorn heist report card where jake and i kind of rate each movie out of six categories and then uh, we average both of our scores and then at the end we give a percentage out of 100 
each category we used to rate out of five, but today we are rating each category out of 10. We're trying something a little bit different. Uh, we think it'll be more fitting, uh, give us a little bit more variety. So let's see what happens, guys. Let's go for it. Um, the six categories are pacing, visuals, acting, music, story, and heart. Um, what each category entails, I think you'll get a sense of it as we go through the report card. So um, the first category is pacing. Um, how do you feel about the pacing of Venom Let There Be Carnage? I think it's a solid 6.2 out of 10 yes okay um i think it's uh, i kind of appreciate how they don't they're trying not to waste time get straight to it but it ended up being its fault in carnage i think that it's refreshing to see a superhero movie that doesn't waste time and with exposition kind of goes straight for things which i respected at certain points but ultimately carnage needed more time i I'm much lower than you on this one. I'm a four on this one. Wow. Like, I feel like how, like, how is this? I can't imagine this being above average. Like both the movie was too short, but I also didn't really want it to go longer because I didn't enjoy it that much. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Like the movie was way too short. There was no time for carnage to get any, like they didn't have any screen time for him. They just kind of like do. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> um, there's no screen time for anything to happen. Like they just kind of like go through the motions to let things happen mm-hmm. to you and don't really explain anything. And I don't know. It was just short and rushed. And at the same time, I didn't want it to go any longer because I don't know what else they could have done with the time. But it, I just felt it wasn't paced well. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Next is visuals. Um, this is tough. I could go first on this one. Yeah, you go. You go first on this one. I, I actually feel like the visuals were kind of cool. Um, I like the CGI in this movie. I always think Venom is like ve- somehow satisfying to look at. Um, I love the glow stick Venom. You're right. I really need a pop figure of that. <laughs> um, so I I like the visuals. I'll give it a. I'll give it give it a seven point three. Um, like I said, there were certain moments where they felt a little video, video gamey, Venom and Carnage. Um, but undeniably, the scene where Carnage breaks Shriek out of uh, Ravencroft, great CGI. That was a great battle. Um, the church scene, I feel like Carnage looks really good, and especially the transformation. Like you said, Venom is always super satisfying to watch, especially his transformation from Eddie into Venom. I feel like Carnage, they really nailed because he like grows out of him and like. That that was really cool, and it's, any, it's definitely hard CGI to do. Definitely like make it, look real. Any superhero movie, any big action movie is going to have a few scenes where it's a little, you know, here and there. Um, I'll go like seven point eight. Okay. 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 Next is acting. <laughs> um. No, you know th- the acting. I think it's more of, of a fault of the story in this in this case. You know, I think Woody Harrelson played well with what he got. Um, and I actually, as much as like, well, like we were saying, we're weirded out by Tom Hardy's accent. I, I, I really liked the way he acted in his scenes, like with Venom in this movie. Um, I'll go, I'll go eight. I'll go eight. eight. 
Oh, that's high. Okay, I'm gonna go much lower than you on this one too. Really? Not not super super low, but I'll give it like a six point two. Like I feel like the casting is not bad, but for some reason, no, like you just don't really care about anyone. And like I feel like Tom Hardy has potential, but there's not really that many moments that you like love the acting that you're getting i would say it's above average it's not amazing i feel like woody harrelson played carnage super oddly at times uh i feel like honestly venom himself is the best actor <laughs> i like love i'm hardy doing the voice is it yeah. oh well he's good as venom okay he's good as venom yes. i'll give it a 6.5 for that reason <laughs> and what was weird also was like carnage's voice like that's not woody harrelson i felt that his voice was weird yeah me. he didn't talk all that much either no Give me some more. Anyway, music. Didn't really notice it. <laughs> no. I mean, first movie had the Eminem track, which isn't a great song, but like memorable. Um, yeah, I mean, nothing special. I guess a seven. Yeah, I mean, I really don't remember. It's any nothing of the music. that was bad or like ruined the movie for me, you know, but. Yeah, I mean, I'll give it like a 6.5, I guess. Um, Okay, story. So this is where, like, what you were saying about acting, I feel like is more on story for me. Like, I I think what they they did what they could with the story, uh, but the story was just like, I mean, we we touched on it all throughout this episode. Uh, They they touched on moments where we were like, okay, you're you're getting there. You're close. And then they just, like, blew right past it. Um, I'm going to go, like, a five. A five. Okay. That's a little nice. Um, <laughs> I really didn't like that mo- this movie all that much, Jake. Um, I feel like story was below average. I was like, I, I have a hard time being harsh. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm going to be harsh. I, story was like pretty bad at times. Like I said, the story was literally we're going to do carnage. Um, I, I, I don't know if I can give it higher than like a 3.2. Like it go was literally it. just like we're gonna do carnage. Like you're I'm, my, I'm gonna give my, it a three. You're my counterbalance. Go for I'm it. I'm gonna give it a three, <laughs> honestly. Um, okay, heart. Uh, you could tell Tom Hardy puts his heart and soul into into the character. Um, but I didn't feel like that again. That heart that like everyone was putting their heart and soul into making this like the venom and carnage movie that it should have been um i'll give this like a 4.5 i give this uh i'm i'm just going much lower um i'm gonna give it a honestly it's i think the heart's very low in this movie it's literally just like we have the rights to venom we made a first movie everyone kind of likes the actor who plays him so let's make another movie and let's do carnage everyone likes carnage let's just do Let's do it. Let's make money. So I feel like there's not really like this. I don't know. I just don't. I don't think there's any heart. <laughs> I'm not going to give it a zero, but I'm going to give it close. Oh, that's mean. Like, there's, it's just like, let's make money off Venom. Yeah. I, I, I shouldn't have said what I said, like that the people weren't putting their, the, like their heart and soul. I'm sure a lot sure of people, people worked hard on it. I'm sure people worked hard on it, but I just think I didn't get that like special feeling like a, this movie has heart in it. You know, I think like, it's kind of a CGI glob fest that they know they're going to make money off of Venom, and I'm sure they are going to make a lot of money. Um, it broke box box office records. It beat Shang Chi and uh, and Black Widow. Did it really? 
Yeah. Bleach. Oh my god, that's. What, I'm very surprised about that. There was no one in the theater I went to. I got tickets five minutes before. Um, you I don't know. Right. I just really feel like there's like there's no running themes throughout it. Like it's just a CGI thing going on. I'm gonna go a 1.5. Wow. Lowest. <laughs> oh my like, god. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I feel like this percentage is too high. <laughs> Drum roll, please. Fifty-six percent. I feel like that's okay. I I trust the popcorn has a report card. Yeah, honestly, I would. I think you were much higher in most most of the categories. I would have rated this lower personally. Well, there you have it. Fifty-six percent. Yes. So. You can let us know on Instagram or comments on YouTube. Let us know what you thought of Venom. Let there be carnage. Next episode is going to be, I want to, I want to announce it. Very special episode we have coming up uh, for the Sopranos prequel, the many saints of Newark. We have a very special guest. Um, I'll leave it to, maybe we'll make an announcement on Instagram. Or yeah. Something. But, but we do have a great guest coming and I won't be here. <laughs> my first episode without my yeah unfortunately companion. i have not watched much of sopranos i'm getting there guys i know i'm behind <laughs> i've been meaning to watch it for years and i just haven't i don't know why so uh you can roast me in the comments too because i i deserve to be roasted for not having watched it yet for that with that join, join the heist, heist.